0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Bikini Things. you got your girl Laura here in the home studio and I have a truly amazing guest for you guys today. I am going to be sitting down with Masa akbar She is the first Iranian bikini pro and something very near and dear to my heart. To my knowledge, Masa is what I would consider the most successful, very tall bikini competitor. So you'll hear me chat about that a lot. Um, they're really, to my knowledge, in the last several years, there has been no one, um, her height, 5'10 or above, to win a pro show with the exception of her um, here in the U.S. I could be wrong about that. So so if, uh, if I'm incorrect there, please let me know. But Masa is a really amazing athlete. She has some beautiful posing. She did the Arnold in 2020. And you are not going to want to miss today's episode. Stay tuned. Yay! Okay, awesome. We're we're live, Masa. How are you? I'm great, thank you. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm good. I'm so, I'm so excited to record with you.
1: I know. I, I'm so excited to.
0: Are you Are you on prep right now?
1: Well, I've been pretty much maintaining um, after my last few shows. My prep started a long time ago, which was last year. on this time, um, I started prepping like end of March last year. And then I competed and uh, end of November and December, I did three shows in four short weeks, um, like different, different places. And then after that, I just gave myself like a very short break, but basically I tried to maintain and like followed my reverse diet. My calories went up slightly higher to like my maintenance. So I can maintain and um, not make it hard for myself to, bring back to my competition, uh, weight or shape. So um, right now, I'm basically uh, maintaining, I'm trying to like, um, get back leaner, um, get closer to my stage weight, which I'm not that far off from it. Um, It's just like the last push and like dropping the calories back to uh, lower deficit. So that's like a little um, that's a little challenging because it's been a long time. So um, yeah, I've been on prep basically this whole time. I haven't stopped. So we'll see. We'll see what's next.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad you at least got to bump your calories. You, and you did so well at the shows that you did at the end of this year. You placed top five in every single one of them. So that must have felt really good.
1: Yeah, it was so good after a long time of not going on the stage and not competing and Just being, you know, I live in Hawaii, so I'm kind of far from everything that happens. There's not that many shows here and I don't see all my friends who compete uh, here. So I'm not much in that environment. So it was, it was um, a little hard mentally getting back to it and like coming back to this stage. It was, you know, you have, you still have your stage uh, frightening. So and that was a little bit with me, but just going the first show and doing so well and uh, hearing my name, like the first person on the first call out. So that felt amazing. And just that brought, brought back the confidence to me. Um, and yeah, since that show I did again, like the following week, I did another show and then I did another show the following week. So yeah, it was really good. Felt really awesome. Yeah, that's
0: wonderful. And so um for those that maybe don't know you, I would say you're probably one of my favorite or, or just someone I look up to as, a, as inspiration as a competitor because you're one of the only really tall competitors out there. And I would say you're basically the only very tall competitor that that has done well, that has won a pro show. Just out of curiosity, Masa, how tall are you and like what is your stage weight typically? Um, I'm 5'10".
1: Uh, my stage weight, um, it depends on... My feedback, I've had many different stage weights. Um, but it ranges right now. I would say I will go on stage again, like 140 to 143. Okay. Um, my last few shows I even went lighter than that. I was like 137, 143. But that was really Wow. Light. Yeah. And that's what judges want from wanted from me because last year I went on the stage. Uh, much fuller and heavier so they wanted me to just um overall drop down size drop weight uh, upper body lower body I was overpowering um not just glutes but shoulders legs so they told me just um to drop size so I had to uh, diet down really hard and lose muscle which is sad but that's part of the sport, and that's what um You have to do and go through if you want to stay um, in the bikini category and be in the criteria.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I relate to you a lot. And I think a lot of tall competitors, if they don't already know you, I think you're a really great just role model and inspiration because that is, that is the tricky part for us, right? Being so tall is like, we've got these, a bigger frame to fill out, right? And a bigger Mm you know, hourglass shape that we're trying to create. So there's, there's more size that we have to put on as tall athletes, but at the same time, you're right. If we are, do get to a point where we're a little, maybe a tiny bit too muscular, this or that we're going to look, we're going to look like we're our own division compared to the little petite girls that we're on stage next to.
1: Yeah, exactly. Just, you know, being tall and having um, a good amount of muscle. If we feel out, you know, a little bit more than Um, just like go on stage really full with full muscles, then yeah, we can look really big compared to the other athletes and we may be super, super lean condition, but at the same time, it's really hard to bring that balance, bring that overall hourglass shape, keeping full not um, and keeping, you know, being feminine and muscular at the same time. Yeah. It's really, it can be really tricky and hard.
0: Well, I definitely, um, I definitely kind of want to circle back to this because um, it's it's a topic that's always present on my mind, but I also, you know, I get a lot of athletes that will hit me up for advice and things like that, but I would, I would love to take a step back and just kind of hear about what first got you into competing, mm-hmm. what, you know, what that those initial few years look like. I know you also, you know, originally from Persia. So, you know, what is, what has that all been like for you?
1: Yeah, well, um, I have been in fitness industry, I would say about 14-15 years that's where you know I started weight training so it's been uh, it's been many years Uh, I when I was in Iran when I was um, younger like growing up I grew up as an athlete um, and I did the sports I was competing in swimming professionally and then I joined the water polo team and rowing so joining the water polo and rowing team that was when i started my uh, weight training more seriously because it was helping me with my strength um, how i was you know playing and how i was performing overall so that's where i started like um you know getting to the weight room and just um finding more passion about fitness and when i moved to the states uh, which was 2011 i moved to the united states for myself i won lottery. I won green card through lottery. And that's how I uh, moved to the States. Uh, I was going to go Australia first. So uh, plans changed after, you know, this thing that happened to me, but I always, you know, had um, a dream of moving to the States. So that was always on top of my head, but it was of course really hard. Um, The process of um, immigrating and like moving to the States because we're from a country, I was from a country, Iran, that like the uh, governments are not really in a good um, spot together. So yeah, I moved to the States and um, I joined my first Gold gym. I had my first membership for me. Training was just like for fun, Uh, for cardio, I was doing swimming after my, um, after my weight training, but My weight training was like, you know, four times a week. I still was training. Um, My focus, of course, was different. Was just, just to be healthy and look good overall. um, I was obsessed with having abs always, so that was my main goal. So um, I always had to have that. uh, Just like growing up and like being used to like looking lean.
0: You have, yeah, Uh, you have great abs. (laughs)
1: Thank you, but. They were so overpowering to start with because growing up i was obsessed with it so i was like doing i don't know thousands of ab exercise and like weighted ab workouts on a daily basis so yeah they were super overpowering but now we had to like yeah now my waist is much smaller than how it was before and like i don't do any ab workout training anymore um and uh, yeah so that was like when i started training at then um, 2000 like probably three four years after um one of my friends at the gym told me that since i always you know going was going to the gym and I, I was always training I was in a good shape and he told me like why don't you think about competing and like doing a show and I never thought of it I never thought like i would you know, be doing a bikini competition, um, and I didn't know much about nutrition. I would always eat, you know, whatever I wanted, um, but train, train at the same time, do cardio, and look, you know, look happy and healthy. Um, so that was what I knew throughout the years. Just like eat so much, <laughs> and my body was accepting the food in a good way. So um, then, yeah, I got a coach, and I started changing my nutrition. Um my training changed a little bit. Um just focusing more on lower body and different aspects that like what bikini wanted from me. And yeah I did a first show in April 2015 and I got first place in my first show. It was a big class and I never thought I would have achieved that and you know, that just brought me more motivation. And I thought this is a good sport for me. I love it. I love the, you know, the rush going to the stage, just all the fun and uh, meeting all every, like every person uh, who works towards the sport. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I just kept um, going through the process. And then um, my first show was in Virginia, and then I moved to San Diego. So I did multiple shows in san diego i was not a citizen yet so i couldn't compete in national shows um and i just did a very few npc like amateur shows and regional shows and then um after my first um national shows after getting my uh, citizenship in san diego i did one national show usa in vegas uh, which i um placed six or seven And then I took one full year off to just work and um, bring a better package and like have time off to make sure when I hit the stage the following time, um, that's gonna be my time. That's gonna be um, the time I can get my pro card. So um, yeah, I took one year off. I did one national show, Team Universe and that's when I got my pro card.
0: Yeah, and and from there, I remember, I remember when you turned pro in, in 2018, I think at that point I knew I hadn't met you yet, but I knew who you were. And then from there, you had a really amazing trajectory. I mean, as early as 2019, I remember you won a a pro show in San Diego, which is very, very challenging to do in bikini, right? It's so competitive. And then you qualified for the Arnold and did the Arnold in 2020. So what was, I mean, that's a really short time span, like cause universe is in the summer of 2018. So yeah. about a year, you know, a little over a year and a half later, you're on the Arnold stage. Like how did, how did that feel? And, and what do you think are some of the things that you did or you do that allowed you to have such an amazing trajectory as a bikini athlete?
1: Yeah, I just got goosebumps thinking about it. Um, uh, I mean, it was amazing, I think the base I had was a good base, was a good start. Um, It wasn't for me, like I had trained, I had a good um, conditioning, like as far as having enough muscle and having been training for a good amount of time. So um, when I got my pro card, I think that was a door open to me that, you know, it was just something that I can just go through and, I really loved competing Um, as I told you, like just the rush of the stage, just, you know, being on the plan a hundred percent training in the weight, in the weight room. That was like um, my absolute best uh, ideal part. Of course, dieting is hard, but then uh, by that time, I was just like used to it. And I had, um, I had so much excitement in me that I wasn't thinking about the hardships. So right after my pro card, just the following week, I did my pro debut. Uh, I got first call outs and then my second pro show, um, which was a few weeks after that, after getting my pro card, I got second place Um, and it was, I was next to Norman. So Norman was somebody who I looked up to for many years. And um, yeah, that was like, really good start for me and then after that I kept doing I was getting first call outs like top five and then 2019 um yes in San Diego I got my first um I I got my win so just after a year um being crowned as an I3 bikini pro champion that was yeah a dream come true and um and then uh applying for my Arnold um um, Arnold registration when I got the letter back that I was accepted to compete at Arnold yes that was that was another um, another check in my dream list that I you know I passed it and I uh, was honored to compete at Arnold stage. Um, it was something you know, just growing up, I even like watched Arnold, but I never thought like, that would be me one day as a pro uh, athlete being able to compete on that stage. So yes, it was, um, it's been amazing. It's been a roller coaster. Um, It never gets easy. Uh, I would say like, even every year has been harder and harder, but um, mentally, physically, but just, um, just the passion, just the mindset and you know, the discipline that we learned through all these things and through these years and all these works that we put in and the mindset. Yeah, it's been keeping me going and I still, I'm still not done. I, I still love it, but yeah, it's been, it's been a roller coaster, but amazing.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> and, and you mentioned that you, you felt like you had a good base, but maybe what are, what are some other things that either you did at that time or you do during your preps or your off seasons that, that you feel like allowed you to have such a successful and like kind of such a quick trajectory turning pro and then going to the Arnold roughly a year and a half later.
1: I think just the year before um, that one year that I took off from like, I of course trained, I really focused on my training. I didn't do much cardio Um, just that one year after my first national show that I wanted to get my pro card. And I had a really good mindset. Um, my weight was higher, but I wasn't a good point. I wasn't too heavy. I wasn't too light. Um, that, you know, a slight weight gain helped me to build more muscle where I was supposed to. And, uh, my mindset was in a really, really good spot. You know, I took trips I had good vacations. I just right before I start my prep for my pro show for my, um, national show team universe, where I got my pro card, I went to Australia for one month and I ate, I trained hard. I ate what I wanted and, you know, I was just so happy. And when I started my prep, I was a hundred percent. I didn't, you know, I just didn't have anything to um, distract me. And uh, I think that mindset and just being happy starting um, at a starting point and knowing that that's something that you really want. That's like a really good uh, base to start. Like you shouldn't start a prep when you, you know, when you feel 80%, that 80% is not going to be a hundred percent during prep. You have to start 110%, like being happy, healthy, um, and just at a good, good starting point. Um, And of course, like knowing that you've built enough muscle um, and then getting to, that level of competing.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a really fun trip too. just going to Australia for a month and eating. And yeah, for me personally, I'm right there with you. I love when I can take a good off season before a prep and, you know, I can eat and feel well fed. And then and then at least for me, I go into the prep and I'm not thinking about food or it's so much easier to just, you know, not feel deprived or really have a good prep when you're, when you're, you've got that time off. And like you said, you're happy, you're healthy, you're eating, you know, all that good stuff prior to the prep starting.
1: Of course I've had off season that I've gained like way too much weight, not still like looking athletic, but it was not ideal uh, weight gain because like going after many competitions back to back, then, um, being so tired and deprived of, deprived of food. So yes, um, I've had those off seasons where I gained like weight, the amount of weight I didn't want to. Um, But a lot of competitors are afraid of eating and gaining weight, because sometimes that will help you. Um, Of course, it should be, um, you know, at a controlled um, amount. So you don't want to go crazy but you don't want to be too disciplined sometimes um you always you want to compete if you want to be in the sport for a long period of time and so you have to put your health first and um see what your body desires and take enough time off and give your body break and then see how you can do better the following shows the following times
0: yeah yeah absolutely yeah, I feel like um, I feel like this year was the first year where I definitely um, I know I gained I gained weight pretty, pretty quickly after my pro shows. But again, I think being a little bit on the tall side, it's not <laughs> we ha- we have more room. So we have more room to distribute it. So no, it's really like I gained right? I gained my weight back quickly. But then I just kind of held. And
1: yeah, I, I guess I'm gonna, really well. Thank well, you. All is. Yeah, it's really a good um, it helps us because we can hold our weight pretty well. We have, yeah, yeah, question. and even even if
0: we're, you know, up for me or someone like yourself too, you're very tall. It's like if we're up ten, fifteen pounds, like people might not even notice.
1: Oh yeah, So yeah,
0: <laughs> like it, you know, ten pounds, ten or fifteen pounds on us is like five five pounds on a petite petite oh, athlete. Yeah, yeah. And you're, and you're absolutely right too. You know, sometimes gaining that weight, like that, that weight is what can allow someone to get their hormones rebalanced and be in a good spot to gain muscle because yeah, it can be, it can be very easy to get fixated on looking lean and only feeling comfortable when we're really shredded. So I think that's, that's some great advice. And for you, um, we, we were chatting about this at the beginning of the episode, but how has it been competing as a tall athlete? I mean, obviously as amateur competitors, there's divisions right or there's different classes so we're sort of separated out with ladies that are similar build to us so on the tall side it's five, seven, and above but at the pro level there's no division so how is that maybe guided your, your nutrition your training posing anything like that well it depends on
1: sometimes um, when you go into the show if there are at least a couple of at other athletes kind of closer to your height you know if there're multiple tall athletes, I think that would be um that would be a good positive thing to have at the show because sometimes if I'm the only athlete tall being super tall compared to like a very petite short- shorter athletes, it's gonna be a little harder for me um based on the judging standpoint uh, because um it's it's a hard thing to judge too um, yeah looking at, uh, you know, most of the athletes being short and, like, you just one person being tall in that call-out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So... Um,
0: are you are you maybe selecting your shows, kind of knowing who's doing them? Or does that factor in? Or are you just, do you just kind of find out when you get the scorecard? Yeah,
1: so I... Maybe I used to actually, like, plan my shows a little more ahead of time. But right now, I just start prep and then see when I feel good when I feel 100% then I just like send my contract probably like Mm -hmm. a week or like a few days in advance so Mm -hmm. everybody who always asks me like what shows are you doing I'm like I don't know I'm on prep but I don't really know I just want to do shows when I feel 100% Mm right um so yeah I would say that can be a little hard and challenging sometimes like not knowing, of course, who's going to show up on the stage. and Even if you're, like, the tallest person and you're the only person, it can be a little hard uh, for yourself. But posing, of course, like, I always pose the same. Um, I don't change my posing based on, like, who is on stage. I always, if you're posing, I'm tall, I always stand tall. And, you know, I don't change anything as far as posing goes. Mm-hmm. Um, is
0: there anything you think you do differently?
1: just as part of your
0: normal routine then maybe like a petite athlete or I know, I know you're also a posing coach too. Like, is there any advice you give your, your tall ladies when they're learning their posing?
1: Um, As far as being tall, I mean, no, there's nothing just like pose and be confident. And don't let that confidence go away. If you think you're the only person tall, being tall is beautiful. You know, you have to be confident. You bring that wow. Back there on stage when you walk when you step in on the stage so I think that can be a positive thing a lot of times because when I see somebody tall like walking into a room I'm like wow like she's beautiful um you know she's unique so that can be a lot of a lot of positive things uh, but of course like it's harder to be fuller some shows you want to be tighter some shows like based on your feedback you get some judges you want to be a lot of fuller. Um, so just like peaking can be a lot of hard sometimes, depending on, uh, depending on the show, depending on the feedbacks you get from different judges. And uh, mm-hmm. so that can be challenging. But um, being tall, like always, get that as a you know, as a um, as something that brings you actually more confidence because you know everybody, all the eyes are gonna go on you first. You're beautiful, and you're you know you're unique it's you don't find that in everybody <laughs> yeah I agree with you at 100 yeah, percent yeah I love, I love being, being <laughs> me
0: too me too and even um, you know someone like myself where I've had a sort of normal job right an office job it's helpful I've always worked in male-dominated industries and even just being tall it's it gives me a little bit more presence and just assertiveness when I'm, you know, when I'm in a room full of only, you know, only other men and I'm meeting people in person, they, you know, and if, if I'm taller than they are, it's, it's a little bit, not in a bad way, but intimidating. And so it's, yeah, I love, I love being tall for a lot of reasons. But the one thing I, for me personally, and maybe I, I sort of see you doing this, but maybe it's not even a, an, a conscious thing is like, when we're walking and we're tall or just our posing, I feel like keeping the arms a little closer to the body or I feel like just as someone really tall, you can't, you can't take your arms out too far, or too big, or it just starts to look kind of crazy
1: because yeah. our limbs are so long yeah. that if you're too big with your arms, it's just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's an advice I give to everyone to, you know, even short athletes or mm-hmm. taller athletes. Um, you don't want your arms to be way too far off from your body. I always tell them, like, always think you're in a box. Like, your arm movement and your steps are along with you in that box. So don't let, you know, the balance comes off or, like, be so distracting. You have your arms or your steps so long uh, or your arms outside of that box. So Mm -hmm. keep everything within your body. It's more elegant. It's more um, beautiful and it has a better flaw. Everything flows together closer to your body yeah Um, I like that cover your you don't want to cover your glutes um a good amount of space
0: (laughs) yeah yeah I like that tip and that's something that's that's easy to visualize that's a that's a great tip so so like we were talking about you did so amazingly well in in 2021 you did some shows towards the end of the year when was the last time you were on stage prior to that
1: I did shows in 2021 in September, and um, yeah, that was my last show in September, uh, end of September 2021, and I didn't compete, I didn't do that well, I didn't do how I wanted to, it was during COVID, um, but I really wanted to do shows and see where I'm at. Uh, but the results wasn't how I was expecting to be, and that's when the judges told me I have to like get smaller. I have to um, I'm overpowering upper body, lower body, everything. Just you need to like drop size, and you need to come in lighter on the stage. So um, I didn't compete from September up to the following year, end of November. So
0: what did what did you do to? Because obviously, again, you placed top five at all your shows this year. You definitely brought a more, you know, more streamlined look to the stage. What did you do to
1: to achieve the feedback that you're getting from the judges and to make those improvements? Well, the hard part for us is to not train as hard as we want because if you want to drop muscle from a specific part of your body, for me, was upper body was my glutes, um, so. In the beginning, like after my shows, like the first few months, I would say like two to two months, like or almost to three months, I didn't really train upper body, um, just to um, just to downsize upper body and um, my lower body the same. So I didn't um, go how I usually train, how I usually want to train. Uh, I'm a strong I love to be strong at the gym and I love to go you know hit my personal records every time I go but um just in order to drop weight um drop weight and drop muscle I had to stop training upper body for for like yeah eight weeks or so yeah um, just like a just like a little pump or like very lightweight sometimes I just wanted to see you know I have a trip. Yeah. yeah it's still there, like... yeah, it's still there. <laughs> so I had to do that sometimes just to feel better and, uh, at the gym um, but then after that then I just started like training how I wanted to I just had to get like super super lean so my diet was on a very lower deficit side so I was eating less and I was doing so much cardio which is yeah which is really hard it's uh challenging
0: mm-hmm. but
1: um in order to get to the shape I wanted to I had to take a longer breath and um train my training in the beginning was um yeah training like less lighter but then going into um where I wanted to be uh, and I was like eating less doing my Doing more cardio, but then I, I started getting to my own training routine. So I was, uh, I got back to training hard and heavy glutes um, and upper body, just how I had the amount with the amount of energy I had. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was pushing myself. So it wasn't like not training it anymore. I was doing like twice upper body a week and like three times glutes a week. So everything got back into a routine when I had a good base to start again. Got it. Got it.
0: And you, you did so well at your shows this year. I'm curious what what feedback you got from the shows this year and how are you feeling looking forward to, you know, some some shows yet to be determined later this year?
1: Yeah. So um, my feedback uh, after my first show um, it was it was all really good feedbacks. My first show, end of November, I placed third. And then the following couple of weeks, I got third again. And then I got fourth at the last show, which was in December. Um, the feedback was pretty much keep everything the same. Yeah, you have dropped the size since last year. That was my feedback. Um, I downsized glutes. I downsized legs. Downsized upper body. And I had a better balance, but they just wanted me to be a tad fuller. So a tad fuller. <laughs> yeah. So that's going to be I tough know, to hear, right? It's been really hard for me. I told you like it's, I've been a, on a roller coaster of like getting feedbacks and just changing my body. My body has been through through a lot, um, but um, Yeah. So they wanted me to be a slight fuller on my glutes and legs again, Um, upper body is good. So I am gonna keep the upper body, just like work on uh, how um, to bring a better hourglass shape, just have nice lats, nice V taper on the upper body and my lower body. They just wanted me to be slightly fuller, not so much, not to put on like so much muscle. Um, but yeah, to come in a lot of fuller, um, probably like a couple pounds heavier on, the, um, on my lower side. So um, yeah, I, after my feedbacks so I've been again like on the, on the heavier side of training. Yeah. Um, just pushing myself at the gym, I train I started training like glutes like twice a week first and to have um, better recovery and to be able to train harder every time I hit glutes and lower body. But um, I introduced back again, like doing quad work, some um, not just like isolating glute workouts. Um, So quads, glutes, hamstring, everything has been back to my training routine. And um, now I'm doing three times a week um, lower body. And um, yeah, I would say like, looking at my pictures, looking at my videos. Yeah, I'm definitely fuller. Uh, My lower body is just a matter of me like being super lean and to see the big difference from, um, from, uh, from December to now.
0: Yeah. And I I think you'll, I think you'll do really well in whichever shows you pick this year. It's, it's, really inspiring for those. I'm, I'm one of the people where I, I look at your stories, probably most, most days of the week, you put so much of just like your training and your life and what you're going through day to day on your stories. And for those that are paying attention, it's really inspiring because you have had, you had to make some big changes last year. They tell you get, you know, downsize a bit and you do that and and do very well in your shows. And they're like, okay, now just like a little bit fuller. Like that's, that's gotta be tough, but you're every single day you're doing the work.
1: Yes, it's challenging. I mean, as I said, it never gets easy. It's been just getting harder. Um, but of course the challenge is always there. It's just a matter of like those are small details. I think bikini, as we all know, is one of the hardest divisions to judge. It's not like bodybuilding or it's not like physique. It's very details. <clears throat> like everybody looks amazing. I really don't know how judges do judging. It's really hard. Yeah. Everybody- so it's very small small details that goes into it and then just bringing those paying attention um in you know every detail of your training um in the weight room and like how you eat how much you eat um cardio all those things yeah it's it's challenging but you know it's just if you wanna if you wanna be the best and do your best you just gotta do what it takes mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And you're, it's, it's very obvious that you're one of those people that's giving it your all and working super hard. And I love all the, I love all the stuff you put on social media. So keep doing it. And, and all the, you know, all the, all the tall listeners and stuff out there is like, I always, um, for the longest time, you've been a reference point and inspiration for me because there really are, there really are no other tall bikini athletes out there. Like your height, like, yes, there's plenty of athletes that are five, seven, five, eight, but it's totally different to be like 5'10", 5'11", 6 feet tall, you know, trying to compete in this sport. So um, I think you inspire a lot more people than you probably even
1: realize. Oh, see. You're so inspiring. You're amazing yourself. And you know what it takes. So it's good to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, it's, ni- it's nice,
0: right? When we can support and encourage each other. Exactly. Yeah so you're, you'll probably do some shows at some point this year and, and we'll all be excited to, to see you get on stage again. Do you have any other plans for this year, like personal life, business, um, you know, traveling for shows, anything like that?
1: Yeah. So we'll see if I can do any shows in April or May, depending on how I'm on track, if I can be on track hundred percent, because, you know, there's just like a lot of like, you know, bumps on the road and, Sometimes you're tired. You don't know uh, what's going to be in the store like the following week. Um, and so, yeah, hopefully I can do compete in April or May. But um, we, we're we going to be moving soon. Probably, oh, wow. But, yeah, end of June, July. So that's something that's going to be new. And I'm super, super excited. I love living in Hawaii and it's been amazing for the past three years. But I'm ready to move on, and um I've always wanted to uh, you know live in Florida, be closer to the shows, be closer to my friends, be in a bigger fitness community because I was living in San Diego and um just how, you know, in California, in San Diego, it's, there shows all the times, the fitness community and opportunities are much more. I was at the shows basically every weekend, but uh, just living in Hawaii, I've been a little bit more isolated. Traveling has been hard, harder. I still been traveling a lot, but not how I wanted to, or during COVID, it was like harder and we were more isolated here, but yeah, we're going to be moving to Miami next. Um, oh, Wow. Yes, yeah. That's so, exciting. Okay. Well yeah. I mean, I'm announcing it. Um, awesome. I love that. Yeah, I love it. I'm so happy. So mm-hmm. um just you know, things that go into moving and of course it's gonna be a lot of work and just um everything that comes with moving process. So that's gonna be a big change and a lot of work, but it's gonna be a good change. I'm super super excited so happy um so that's as far as that and work wise yeah just uh work more on my clients and um i renewing my website so launching it relaunching it but it's gonna be um a lot more access for a lot of a lot of pe- people people uh, as far as lifestyle or competition but um It's going to be easier to access, and it's going to be a bigger range of people um, to help and to work with. So I'm working on that. It's been a longer process, but I'm super excited when it's going to be launched. So I don't have an exact date, but it's going to be launched soon. Uh, So it's all in the work, and I'm super excited.
0: (laughs) That's amazing. That's amazing. I'm excited for you. Those are, those are some great things coming and, um Yeah. I can only imagine what what's involved when you're moving from Hawaii and you can't just drive to your yeah. location, but I'm sure it'll be a great, great change of pace for you. And yeah. yeah, there is, there is such a fitness community in in Florida and an area like Miami. So I think that'll be amazing for you.
1: Yes. And you guys can come visit me all the time.
0: Oh so my gosh. Good. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Yes. I've never, I've never been to Miami. I've been to Florida many times, but never been to Miami, but heard very good things. Yes. So, oh, that's so cool. Well, how about, um, how can people find you, Moss? I know, I know you do posing, coaching, and you work with clients. Like,
1: yeah. what's
0: the best way for people to get in touch with you if they want to work with you?
1: As far as now, they can always reach out to me through my email. My email is on my Instagram and they can reach me out through my Instagram. It's mahsa underscore pro and my email is there. So um, once my uh, new website is relaunched, so that's gonna be easier to access to everything. But for now, um, I've been getting all the communication through my email and I always respond back. So. Awesome. Yes, that's the easiest way. Cool.
0: And we'll I'll make sure to include that in the episode notes too, so people can find it and email you as well.
1: Thank you.
0: Um, any any sponsorships, anything, anything else you want to promote or mention before we wrap
1: up? Uh, well, I always uh, thank to whoever has been helping me through my process, my coaches, beginning of Beginning of competing, I always have kept the communication with all my coaches. Um, uh, We're all friends, and I love them. I appreciate every single person. Just through the starting years of my um, swimming, I still like to talk about and talk with them. Um, Being back home, even with my coaches back home, I still um, have the communication. And every single coach who's been helping me, um here getting my pro card doing my pro shows my caring coach my training coach yeah they've been always amazing um and of course all the sponsors my um supplement sponsor global formulas they've been with me since day one and i've been um always using and promoting their supplements because i work them personally i help i use them personally and i um uh, recommend it to whoever I love and I know that they're going to see the results with and my suit sponsor toxic angel bikinis mm-hmm. and thanks to you to be part of it helping with my suits um so yeah thanks to and thanks to whoever has been um helping me through this long journey uh, it's been amazing and I always love and appreciate every single person who's been supporting me and um, motivating me to just keep going. That's
0: wonderful. Well, thanks so much again, Masa, for for sitting down and chatting with me. This has been really awesome and nice to catch up with you, too. Um, yes, i here. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and I'll, I'll be really excited to see you get on stage again later this year
1: yes hopefully (laughs) yes (laughs) thank you so much for
0: listening don't forget to rate review and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform give us a follow on instagram at bikini underscore things and i'll catch you in the next episode